TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's going on, everyone? Jed Cameron and John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you all for rolling this Thursday morning. Leap year. What do we call it? Leap day? Is that it? Yeah. Leap day. Sleep day. Because you don't hear that as much. You hear about leap year. You don't hear about leap day. But I guess that's It only what we... happens once every four years. Well, that would be right. So welcome to it. Here it is. An extra day this year. Uh, look, um, a quiet night, obviously, to say the least, last night in the world of Philadelphia sports. Very quiet. Uh, but we've got some stuff for sure to get into today. An Eagles survey of the, of the players, a, a league-wide survey. We'll get to that how the Eagles ranked according to other, uh, 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 as opposed to other teams, all sorts of stuff there organizationally. Phil's a fascinating poll result we had yesterday we'll dive deeper into today. Ray Didinger with us in studio at 7. Phone calls throughout. we got some cool prizes to give away. We'll do it all with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, Johnny. 1995, uh, one megapixel camera cost $20,000. That's crazy. Now, $20,000 in today's money is $38,000. So a one megapixel camera in 1995 is $38,000. My phone has a camera that has 48 megapixels working for it. Think about that. They make cameras that go up to 200 megapixels (gasps) now. It's less than 30 years ago. Think you get, how crazy that is. $38,000 for one megapixel well, in 1995. You got a million-dollar phone. Hey, I got a million-dollar phone. Let me do an Doesn't Oprah everyone, thing. Yeah. You got a million-dollar. You got a million-dollar. <laughs> you got a million-dollar phone. How many people remember that when she was giving away the cars? <laughs> you got a car. Fantastic. You got a car. All right. So now that's a pretty cool, pretty cool fact right there. You know what's also um, maybe not cool but interesting? We had a poll result uh, yesterday, and we, we did not really discuss the, the, the details of the poll much through yesterday's show. Very end, we sort of touched on it. But our poll question yesterday was who should bet lead off for the fills? See, here, let, me, let me tell you the good thing about February 29th. It's the final day before the month of March when the Phillies start their season. Like, we're getting, we're getting kind of close here, right? We really are kind of getting close. And, uh, by the way, you know, they started in late March. I think they actually – I think yesterday was one month to go until the start of the season, I believe. So, you know, they're going to have to drill down soon on who's going to bat leadoff. And we had a poll result yesterday, which fascinates me, when people are this split on something that needs to be decided upon. Our poll question yesterday, who should bat leadoff for the Phillies? We had three choices, the obvious three choices. Here's the way the results came in. Trey Turner won the poll with 39%. Kyle Schwerber finished second with 33%. And Bryson Stott third, but not far behind at 28%. So you have three guys really not separated by that many votes, 39%, 33 and 
all obviously very close. Look, I want to hear from people at 215-592-9494 as the Phils get closer to the season because, you know, it's an important decision for Rob Thompson to make. And it's really not just about who should bat leadoff. It's about how to then construct things. You ready for this? Behind leadoff and in front of leadoff. I mean, we know at the end of the season, the Phillies lost the end, the very end. They lost because their bats stopped hitting. They did. They lost because their it's not like their pitching completely fell apart. They weren't getting bombed, giving up, you know, nine runs a game in the playoffs there. They stopped hitting. So this is one of the main things to drill down on. I'm curious where you stand at 215-592-9494. Let me tell you this. I am, first off, extremely torn. And, and I think it's evidenced by this poll. I mean, this is one of those things where you can make viable arguments in a lot of different directions. I totally recognize that. And so within my own mind, I've had conf- – really, I've had conflict for a couple of years now because we all know what they've primarily done. It's primarily been a Schwarber thing. They have won a lot of games when he has been the leadoff hitter. It feels funky to me. It's, you know, but I, I – You re- can't argue with the results. Well, I can argue with the results. Okay, go ahead. Be- well, I'll give you one argument with the results. Um, you know, Bryce Harper was, was in the lineup – when Kyle Schwarber was batting leadoff more than when Kyle Schwarber wasn't batting leadoff last year. Like, you know, th- there are some – Zach Wheeler pitched better as the year went on instead of the very beginning. I mean, there's all sorts of circumstantial things related to this. Now, but I hear your point. Clearly, the results have been they have the highest winning percentage when, when Schwarber leads off. Let me, let me just tell you where I'm at. Open-minded, but where I'm at. Trey Turner should be the leadoff hitter. And, and I lean Turner for a few different reasons. First off, I think he's just a be- he's just a better player. So, I, I swear, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. No, like Trey I, Turner. What? Okay. So he, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. So Trey Turner should. I'd be shocked if he doesn't have a higher on base percentage than Kyle Schwarber. And Kyle Schwarber, we all know what he is. He's going to hit two ten. He's going to walk a million times. He's going to come up to about a three thirty on base percentage or thereabout. Like I want a higher on base percentage to lead off. That's number one. I want. I want speed at the top of the lineup. That's clearly, obviously, favors Turner. You still have power. It's not like, for, to whatever extent Rob Thompson values power up front, it's not like Trey Turner is, you know, Steve Jeltz. I mean, he should hit you 30 or 35 home runs. So you still, you still check that box. And here's the other thing. You bat the better player earlier, which means you bat the better player more often. Now, what I don't like about this scenario is I think it leads to the likelihood of Bryce Harper batting four instead of three because I'd go Trey, Stott, Boehm, or JT, and then Harper four. I'm mixing the righties and lefties, obviously, as you can see. But I will also tell you this. Believe it or not, I'm even open-minded, and I'd have a conversation if I'm Rob Thompson with Bryce. Yo, dude, you want to bat two? I mean, there's something to be said for just batting the players that are your best players the most. And if the Phils come out of the gate with Trey Turner one, Bryce Harper two, I got my two best haters batting the most. I mean, that might be an extra 50 at-bats a season compared to Kyle Schwarber. That might get you four or five extra wins. Look, I want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494. How Man, you imagine the speed that you'd have all those extra times if you had Bryson Stott and then Trey Turner. Leading off. Well, then there's know, an argument for uh, where are that. Where, where, that is a lot of speed. Where are you, John, on how to configure this thing? Uh, Bryson Stott makes sense to me. Lead off. Uh, look, I, I liked. Uh, I was so close to convinced on Kyle Schwarber uh, at points last season. It doesn't. 
it, it doesn't for the long haul. Like, I, I think it can be magical for little blurps here and there. And it has been. And like you said, circumstantially, it looks it looks like it's the reason, you know, that, that, that Schwarber leading off is the reason for the success. I think other reasons contribute to success, and we are misassigning some of that. But Bryson Stott, classically speaking, makes sense as your leadoff guy. You got speed at the leadoff guy. And, and I know what I'm getting with Bryson Stott. It's his third year coming up. I know he's got a great eye. I've watched him hone that eye and 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 I've watched I'm positive this is a young man if if you tell him hey listen Bryson we need you to get up there we need we we're we're thinking on base we're thinking get some hits you know like that that's the plan you need to get on you need to use your speed you need to score runs I think he's great in those capacities if asked to do that I hate the argument hey you know Schwarber He's done it. Look at the numbers. You can't argue that. What about you? What about once this happens and our young, fast leadoff Bryson Stott gets a few, I don't know, weeks, months under his belt as the leadoff guy? We have success as a team. It does feel different when you've got he, speed out there. I wish he, he was more, John. He does putting the bat on the ball. He, yeah, he I is. know that about him. Yeah. Now he can convert it to being the leadoff guy to actually use that and use his speed. Think how reassuring it is when we have speed on the base paths. I I love that. We can utilize that more. Kyle Schwarber, we know how it feels when he gets on. We're not going to utilize any speed. We know that Bryson Stott is going to eat up pitches too. We that that's a beautiful thing. You're going to tire out these these pitchers early with Bryson leading up. We know he's masterful. Um, your your base percentage thing. Yeah, you you and his hit. We got to have a high base percentage. Stotts on base percentage last season was three twenty nine, and uh, Trey Turner was three twenty. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner. You know, he had a, well, a down he's, season. He's stunk for four Let's months. not expect yeah. that that's always the, the norm. Right. But it's close. And Bryson Stott, as I said, if given this assignment, I guarantee he'll get better. He's 26 years old. He's not even physically as strong as he will be at when he's 27, when he's 28. I can speak from personal experience. You are a better athlete when you're 27 or 28 years old. It's just the way it is. It's, it's, it's like a man strength thing. He doesn't even have that yet. Imagine how great he'll be. Look, he's going to get how better. how nice it'll fit I get when that. you have a lefty leading off that'll fit with Bryce as a lefty in, in cleanup. Yeah, yeah, batting well, third. Look, here, here's the deal. I want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494. There's a lot of good arguments for all these guys. There's, there's various arguments against them. For me, the argument against Stott is I just don't think he's – high enough on base percentage guy. I get John's point. He was higher than Trey last year, but let's hope to God that that was an aberration with Trey. I mean, he stunk for four months last year. Seltzer, you've been pretty steadfast on the Schwarber thing. Are you moved at all by what either of us have said? No. Look, I think you may have to make good points. I think make... Why do we even talk? I think you... Why, oh. why even show up? I think you make what? good points. And My look, God. I think, I think the, the, the freaking the, disrespect. The no, part okay. of this conversation is the Phillies do have three good options. Like, I do think that in a, you know, there is a world where any of those three guys could be good leadoff hitters for any team. But Schwarber, they just win, man. Like, the numbers are ridiculous. They are a 571 percentage, winning percentage with Schwarber. When he's been here, 484 without him in the leadoff spot. That's a 92-win pace when he's leading off, a 77-win pace 
when they're uh, when he's not. It's over 300 baseball games, 330 baseball games. It's a lot of baseball games. That's a a pretty big sample size. You mentioned before that Turner on base percentage way higher than Schwarber. It's actually not. Career-wise, Turner's a 349 on base percentage. Schwarber's 340. Mm -hmm. That's basically the same. Two of the last three years, Schwarber's actually had an IR on base percentage than Trey Turner. Like, they just win, man. And then one last thing about it, too, and I know you guys kind of, a lot of people can kind of be like, eh, they're humans, man. Kyle Schwerber uh, likes leading. It matters, but it matters. Go. You're going to get the best version of Kyle Schwerber leading off. Like uh, you, you make no, fun I, of that, I, but I it know. does matter. I, I like it matters you. where people are comfortable, where they want to be, what they do, and it just seems to work when this guy leads off. James, are you? I think you, he'll feel. Com- but, but hold on, though. Like, like on this idea, don't you think he'll feel comfortable if 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 we are we're feeling comfortable no. too? No. That's not the way it works. No, he on, likes to lead off, dude. Like, come on, man. Degree, James, James, let me ask you a degree, question. If these complaints go away no, about no, him no. leading off all no. the time, there's some added S- level of Sports don't work that way. James, let me ask you a question. Are you moved at all by me saying Turner and Harper? Yeah. Like, so the, if you, I were, they're your two best players, bat them the most. If I were going to bat Turner leadoff, I would bat Harper second. And I do think there – I wouldn't want Harper in the leadoff hole, though I do think you can make an argument, just right. get him as many at-bats as possible yep. over the season. But I, I like Harper in the tool. I, I, if I were not going Schwarber, I would probably go Turner one, Harper two. Here, here, but I prefer Harper in the three hole, and that's why I like it, especially because of the Schwarber thing. It's a homer. Then Turner's just leading off the game. Uh, I with know. Harper bat next. So. Here, here's the other thing I'll say about if you go Turner Harper, there is an argument to be said for bat a better player nine and a lesser player eight. I mean, you know, th- this is a new thing with the DH in yeah. the National League, and if you wanted to. You could take, like, let's just say Rojas is their worst starter. He probably is. You could bat him seven or eight instead of eight or nine and have a a better hitter preceding Trey Turner and Bryce Harper to get ducks on the pond for when Trey Turner and Bryce Harper come up. I mean, there there is something to be said for that. I mean, let, let's face this reality. There's definitely something to be said for getting your best players the most at-bats. There just is. There just is. I mean, when Mark McGuire was doing Mark McGuire things, Tony LaRusso used to bat him second. And this was in a time when that type of guy would always bat third or fourth. He's like, I just want him to bat more than the other guys. He's going to just more at bats, more home runs, more at bats, more everything. So, I mean, candidly. Toward the end of, toward the end of last year, there, there, were, there were segments of the season where the back end of our, our lineup was the one that, the, the part that was doing well, damage. there were. And that was, the, you know, the young yeah. guys. And we yeah. did get a feel for what that was like. It was almost like there were, there were two separate platoons. It was, it was, hel- it was helping. So, so, look, here's the deal. Candidly, I, I'm not certain that there is an answer. I mean, I don't think there is an answer. I think there are three different answers. You, you got to pick one. Rob Thompson ultimately has to pick one, and we'll ask you at 215-592-9494, if you're the Phil Skipper, which one are you picking? And I think you gotta, I think you got to pick one that you haven't picked in the past, and that makes it hard. Well, you don't, well, have, I don't have to. Why harder. do you have to pick one that you have to pick no, in the past? You, you can pick that. Kyle Schwarber. You pick Schwarber, and I think you've got to change that pick. You don't have to. This you don't. Year, no, you as don't have soon to. as Bryson Stott leads off for a month and a half and you feel good about it. You don't have to do that. All right, today's, the new today's show. Today's show sponsored by Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the only app I use. Join me and you're in the zone. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, it's a big decision for Rob Thompson to make. And it's got a lot of aspects to it. Who bats in front of one? Who bats behind one? Who bats in front of uh, Harper, no matter where he is, and behind him? Let's remember, in the playoffs last year, who batted behind Harper in the end turned into an unmitigated disaster. And I mean that as no disrespect to Alec Bohm, who gave the Phillies a pretty solid season. But at the end of the playoffs, he was killing them. Until game seven, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, and you could see his frustration, and you knew it was related to, well, not only is he not hitting, but he's not hitting behind one of the best players on baseball who kept getting on, in in part because they started pitching around him because then they thought, well, let's attack the guy behind Bryce. All right, let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on this? 215-592-9494. Pete kicks us off this morning. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. What's up, Pete? Well, here's 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 my take. Actually, I... First, let me just say, I don't know why we keep talking about this every day. Two, well, I don't think, I don't think we, we're talking. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, every, every day, every day. If the Phillies lose, we talk about how lead off, lead off, lead off. Let's just look. Rob Thompson handle the lineup. Personally, I like Schwarber there. He leads off once a game. How often is he going to lead off? Well, doesn't well, matter where he is. He's going to lead off once a game at a minimum. And then you put him fifth, he might be leading off an inning then. Are we going to say, oh, we shouldn't hit fifth because he's going to lead off in the second inning? Well, a couple of things. First, hold on, hold on. A couple, couple, couple things. First off, we don't talk about it every day, but we talk about it a lot, clearly. Uh, secondly, they made a number of adjustments last year to it because at various points, different things weren't working. I mean, all three of these guys got a shot last year, and a couple of them got multiple shots at it. So th- this, is, this is an important decision for the Phillies to try to drill down on. It is, I think, a fascinating conversation as it relates to old-school baseball versus new-school baseball. We got a lot of people, obviously, that enjoyed the, the engagement of of trying to figure out, you know, how to how to um, configure this whole thing. So, you know, I don't think it's a, a small decision. I mean, in the end, they lost last year because they stopped hitting. Now, is it because the leadoff hitters stopped hitting? Not necessarily. A whole bunch of guys stopped hitting at the very end, but it's an important decision for the organization to decide upon. I disagree with that point, but my but the thing is too, Schwarber is more comfortable leading off, obviously. I, and I'm an old school guy. I would love to see me. I would love to see Bryson Stott hitting first, Trey second, Harper third. I think that would be a phenomenal top three, in that order. But we ha- we did get far into the postseason with yeah. Schwarber leading off. Of course, of course. 
But I'll say, so, but I'll say this, Pete. They twice. also got twice. But they also got. I would contend the number one reason they got far in the postseason two years in a row was the excellence of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, which fundamentally have nothing to do with who leads off. Nothing, and, nothing to do. I mean, but let, let, I'll give you. Let me put it this way: This is where things can be circumstantial. This is a fact, and Pete, if you're old enough, you'll remember this. The Phillies played their best baseball in 1993. Their best. Oh, I'm old when, enough when, to remember that. I, okay. I was when I was... when Juan when Juan Bell was the shortstop, they were at their best. I mean, they started off 45 and 17. They were like almost 30 games above 500, 60 something games in the year. It was ridiculous. Juan Bell was the shortstop. He stunk. Now they got rid of Juan Bell. They brought in Kevin Stocker. They didn't play as well as the team. Wasn't doesn't mean it was Kevin Stocker's fault. So, Stocker played well. He yeah. played very well. Yeah. Got a three twenty three. My point is sometimes results and how you get there, there can be circumstantial aspects. I will always contend the number one reason why they succeeded in the postseason two years in a row for to a large extent, you know, for three weeks, not four weeks, but for three weeks, was because of the excellence of the pitching. So, you know, you, you gotta figure this stuff out. Let's get to Kurt Marlton right now. What's going on, Kurt? Hey, good morning. What's up, um, Kurt? You know, the fact that the, the Phillies are more are very successful with Schwarber at the top, that's inarguable. There's no question about it. The problem is, and this is a dynamic that a lot of people don't talk about because the Phillies lineup is a little bit weird. They've been together a long time, most of them. You know what a murmuration is when all the birds fly in synchronization in the sky and you're like, wow, that's pretty wild? Yeah. The Phillies are very similar in that – when one guy starts getting overly aggressive and frustrated, the entire, league, the entire lineup starts seeing far fewer pitches. This leads inevitably to slumps. They slump when they get impatient because they have some patient hitters. You can see it in the numbers. When they lose, when they go into a slump offensively, they're not seeing nearly as many pitches per at-bat. And I, think the, I don't think the Phillies have the luxury of a, pl- a plug-and-play-and-set-it-forget-it lineup. If you want to put uh, Schwarber up top, that's fine when it's working. But if it's not, you have to be willing to make an adjustment and change the philosophy and incorporate a little bit of small ball with some speed at the top, focus on getting seeing those pitches, try to get back on track. And then you can always go back. Yeah. Well, Kurt, Kurt let, me, let, me say something, let me say something to that point. So one thing I think about last year that I think Rob Thompson gets uh, hit a lot from, from fans and – talk show host media people for being too stringent and at times he is other times he's not like I would tell you this man I think a lot of people might forget how much he changed the lineup last year I mean there were times Boehm hit seventh there were times Boehm hit third there was times Schwerber let off there was times Turner let off there was times Stott let off I mean the season began with Trey Turner leading off that was the idea going into the year hey we signed Trey Turner he's great he's a top 15 player in baseball let's have you know him lead off and then you know what he did he stunk didn't work and then they right. went to Schwarber and then he stunk and then they went to Stott and then he struggled and then it was yeah. like all right we got to try again and then alt- so my point is I think Rob Thompson does change things up more than people perceive he does you're right he does the problem is he doesn't stick with it long enough when he makes a change it's for a couple games and that's you're not that's not going to get you out of a slump you need to kind of hit the reset button to the point that they're starting to see the pitches again. And you've got to have that option to play small ball at the top of your lineup to try to overcome that slump that you're in because well, as I, a team, I, you're not I, seeing pitches. Look, I agree with that. That I mean, part of my I, – I like to think – and I could be wrong. I like to think if you had one of the two faster guys leading off, 
that if all the other bats struggled, I mean, granted, if all they struggled at the same time, you're not going to score much. But, like, if you run into some struggle, I like to think Turner or Stott can help you just eke out grind, a run. That grind can just, it out. Just yeah, get hey, something just going. Just manage, get the bat on the I ball. Know. See, I, I feel so confident that Bryson Stott can give us that. Like, in a pinch, come on, Bryson, just get the bat on that thing and, and get on. And then he'll get on, and then he'll be smart, and we know he's – fast and and he'll make good decisions it it just makes me feel confident and comfortable that we'll be able to score at a greater clip this season and moving forward we yeah we might have to withstand some of the growing pains initially but you know I'm I'm fine I'm fine with that it seems like we withstand them every other early season his ability ability to fell off balls is oh man incredible and and we know about the two strike hitting he's been at the top of the league the guy's clutch He's what you need. He's young, 26 years yeah. old, not even at his physical prime yet. It, Bryson Stott is the right move here. Just allow it to evolve into the right move. Hey, it's when, not going to happen immediately. When you call in today, you've got a shot to win a pair of tickets. This is a cool prize to see Santana and Counting Crows at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on June 21st. Tickets on sale, by the way, Ticketmaster. Com. We're also giving away a pair of tickets here today, again, in addition to who should lead off for the for the fills and everything we'll get into with the other uh, clubs as well. Uh, here's the deal. Happy uh, Leap Year Day to you. And in honor of Leap Year, we'll ask you this very simple question. Who or what took a leap? Leap of faith? Physical leap? What, it might be a company, might be a player. Best answer by the end of the show for who or what Took a leap. Whoever provides that best answer is going to win the pair of tickets to see Counting Crows and Santana. Seltzer, excuse me, uh, Richie, when you think of a leap, right? what comes to mind for you? Well, the bungee jump, that leap comes to mind for me. Uh, When I first saw that, the leap that I took immediately was, I can never do this. (laughs) This will (laughs) never happen. I did not see that coming. Like, I'm not like. I'm not totally against the heights thing. Like, I'm okay with that. But jumping off, uh, like, it, a over, bridge or something over, over this a parking canyon. lot or yeah. a bridge with my legs tied together, <laughs> head yeah. down, face first, it just doesn't feel right. Well, it's it's a great answer. It's an incredible thing. So you're not really saying, like, a, a who. You're my just saying all, all the people. I will never bungee jump <laughs> when the, I saw a bungee jump. All the people that do the bungee jump. Seltzer, who takes the leap? What takes? What do you got here? Homer Simpson took a leap over the Springfield Gorge, one of the most famous Simpson episodes of all time. Don't know it. <laughs> I know you don't. No, you I guys should watch the freaking Simpsons. Oh, There's yeah. a reason it's been on for 35 years or whatever. You know what makes me sick? Can I tell you something? Sure. The Simpsons will outlive me yes like they Maybe. will no they will i'm 45 well, i mean i'm a man I'm, I'm a man and i'm 45 you know there's i mean i'm a man i'm 45 will always love 45 you. will always love you Get I, ready. here's the thing like the guys who do the voices yeah. and all, at a certain point guys and girls who no, do the voices no hire a conklin I don't know, man. They'll hire a conklin to impersonate the Maybe. person i'm just telling you all right Rhea, give me an answer who or what took a leap tyrese maxey from year one yeah. to year two. I mean, he sure. averaged like eight points a game, That's went great. up to 17. Um, you know, it, it just we began to see what we could get. Now, I mean, he's averaging. I didn't realize. So you go from eight points his first year per game. It's almost a twenty-six per game. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's and listen. That's a great answer. There's going to be a lot of answers in the world of sports. Going to be a lot of answers outside the world of sports. I mean, I'll tell you this. Coke took a leap when they said, let's do new Coke. Didn't work. 
it took a leap of faith that it would work and that the American public would take to it. Ah, it worked ah. for me. Yeah, well, not for the American public at, at large. I know. And I that, thought it was good. Discontinued. I liked New Coke a lot. <laughs> and then I liked Clear Pepsi. I liked all the stuff. Oh, that my they tried. God. So, look, companies take Open certain your leaps. mind. Well, give us a great answer for who or what. By the way, I've got two things written down. I won't say either, at least for a while. Two answers that I think could be winning answers for that today for who took a leap. But we'll see if you can arrive at that or other great answers at 215-592-9494. So hold on. Yeah. What did you dislike about the new Coke? I don't even remember. Oh, you don't. I was like okay. seven years old, man. <laughs> I, have, I have no wow. clue. I don't know if I even tried it. I think it got a bad rap. And I, I think mean, it still gets a bad maybe rap. Maybe it did. As soon as it is, if new Coke is brought up, everyone immediately reacts, oh, no, it was awful, it was awful. What was Fair the enough. difference it between the delicious. two? It was delicious. It was sweeter. Oh. I, for one, I prefer like a little flatter soda, which I know sounds weird. That does sound it, weird. It was just like a milder, sweeter Coca-Cola, which was nice. It had a place. And, and all it gets is bashed. It does get bashed. All right. Well, if anyone remembers New Coke and can give us an answer, what did it actually taste like, let us know. Uh, all these topics, plus the survey of NFL players as it relates to the Eagles and other teams, that's up ahead and more. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. When I moved, I needed a lawn care service. I wanted results and safety for my family. I chose Natural Lawn of America just like I had previously. Natural Lawn of America has been creating green lawns quickly, more naturally, and with fewer weeds since 1987. Their technicians work to determine the specific needs of your lawn. That reduces the need for chemicals and creates a lawn that's safer for you and your family and pets. Take advantage of Natural Lawn's... That's right, Santana tickets on the line today. Man, he's been around a long time. Carlos Santana, your chance to uh, weigh in on all the topics we're discussing today. Of course, you can win the Santana. Not the former ticket. Philly going to see oh a concert, right? I'm a, that you know, guy. Just bash TVs yes. in front of the audience. <laughs> oh, that guy. Holy I see mackerel. That. That, was, that was something. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie, it's 94 WIP. We have today's Twitter poll question of the day. Sponsored by Armand Chevrolet, routine maintenance major repairs. Armand Chevrolet service team is there to help. Certified service, visit ArmandChevy.com. All right, there are a couple points up in the standings with 22 games to go in the season, and we will ask you this poll question. Will the Flyers make the playoffs this season? A yes, B no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. You can also certainly weigh in on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Let's go to Patrick. He's calling from Tabernacle. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, everybody. How we doing? Doing well, Patrick. So, yeah. yeah, listen, man, I'm so happy to hear you guys talking about the Phillies and the caller earlier suggested that we do not. I mean, we have not talked Phils. It's all Eagles here. So I'm very, very excited. And, um, you know, the the, the lineup – I mean, it's it's for me. It's start. It's a very. It's hard to. It's first of all, it's hard picking a lineup. It it, it really is. Um, one thing I'm I'm thinking about with the Phillies, though. Um, you know, I want Stott. I want Stott and Turner one two, and we can go back to two one to see or you know sw- switch them. Um, but I'm I'm betting on Stott growing this year. I oh, mean, for I sure. Yeah, he'll be, he should be better. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I agree with that. I mean, the 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 pitch count. Is, is probably my biggest factor. I mean, I definitely like a guy uh, taking a lot of pitches. Um, I just wish he walked more, Patrick. He's got an unusual knack yeah, you're, for you're, having long at-bats and not walking often. It's a strange dichotomy. Yeah, yeah you're right. But also, the, 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 the strange, you know, strange dichotomy is our, our plate discipline, generally. 
you know, and, and the one guy said it earlier, like, you know, Castellanos is not the, you know, not, not a guy that's going to, you know, take pitches and, and, and work account and stuff. Um, <laughs> but there seems to be, it, it, it just seems to be contagious. All of a sudden we're just whacking, take, take one, two pitches and whack. And like, you got to work the count, man. You got to take yeah. pitches. And um, I just don't see as, collectively as a, as, as a team. I mean, look, Joe, you said it. Our bats went real cold yep. last two seasons. All of a sudden, just boom, we're done. Yep. And I think that's tied into plate discipline. You know, choke up on a bat a little bit, like Schwarber, you know, like take a little bit off. You know, you know swinging for the, for the fence seems to be, you know, in today's game, you know, it, it, it's a lot different. It is a lot. It is a lot different. That's exactly uh, right. Again, you know, you know, tell how many major leaguers actually choke up on the plate. And real quick, too, I was geeking out the other day. Tony Gwynn had a lifetime career batting average of 341 against Cy Young winners. And watching him at the plate, I know. he was he was a surgeon. And just to put, it's a fundamental thing in baseball. I still don't understand. Is you put the bat on the ball, make contact. Yeah, the one and, Patrick, the one thing I'll say, and I mean this as no disrespect to Tony Gwynn, who I adored as a baseball player, but it's a hard th- I mean, this is in, to credit to him. It's a hard thing to do. And by the way, pitchers are pitching faster now than they ever way did. Way faster <laughs> and the relievers yeah. are every reliever Special is better true. than anyone yeah. like in ter- they're all throwing 100 miles an hour, you know? Yeah. I mean, Patrick, that's <laughs> That's not happening. That's hard, man. All right, give, yeah. but look, I would lo- I would really love to see a Gwyn, an Ichiro, um, a a um, a Wade George Boggs. Brett, a Wade Boggs, a Rod Carew. Yeah. Like, what would it look yeah. like in this day and age? And and how high, you know, would someone get in this day and age with that kind of approach? I don't know. Well, you know, maybe someday we'll Interesting. see. Patrick, right. give me an answer. Who or what took uh, a leap? Real quick, and the explanation: It's a wood duck. When a baby wood duck, when they're born, they have to jump out of the tree with no flight. That's the equivalent. Of us jumping, when they jump out of when they jump fifty feet out of a tree, wow. that's the equivalent of of us jumping three hundred feet out of a tree. Okay. If you do the algebra, wow! And they do that. They do that. They nest in a in a tree way up high, Joe. Okay. And when before their wings can fly, because they don't have their flight feathers, they have down. You know, so they jump out of the tree and they can't fly. Wow! And they just crash to the floor, and that's it. You you live. You go to the pond with mom. You don't live well. You don't live. Wow! All right, that's a quite an and, answer. And do a lot of them live just because they're so light, and so it doesn't smash them up when they hit the well, ground? Well, my guess, evolutionarily speaking, they wouldn't continue to do it forever if their entire population kept dying out, right? You know. So what's the reason that <laughs> but they how do survive? You know? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just guessing. Who knows? You know, based on evolution, maybe it's based that. on soft leaves versus you know a stick down there. Maybe it says a, uh, they bounce, John. That's amazing. <laughs> Look, that's a strong answer out of they the gate. Evolved to bounce for who or what takes the leap. I mean, I'll tell you that that's got winning potential for sure today. That's good stuff. Today's show is sponsored by Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the only app I use. Join me and you're in the zone. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. You must be 21 in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so an interesting uh, survey that was made public by the NFL Players Association yesterday, and this is a good thing for them to do as an NFLPA to try to hold organizations accountable to, you know, run their shop efficiently and effectively. And 
Um, so all the teams in the NFL were graded uh, this season by their own players. So just to be clear, it's not like the Eagles are voting on the Jets and the Jets are voting on the Eagles. Eagles are voting on Eagles stuff. Jets are voting on Jets stuff. Chiefs are voting on Chiefs stuff. And so obviously they're asked in a survey for people to participate. And 77% of NFL players did participate in this survey. And the reality is the Eagles came out looking real good from it finishing with all the stuff taken into account of all the votes across all the teams and all the players. The Eagles finished fourth in this survey, you know, with essentially compliments, if you will, from the players about the way the organization is run. Now, as Rhea has pointed out in the update, it is certainly important before we go any further to say that the survey was conducted between the months of August and November. Obviously, the Eagles were kicking ass. Yeah, November 16th, I think they were either 8-1 and one or 9-1 and one at that point. Yeah, so I everything mean, was this good. is massively important. <laughs> right, right, yes. This whole survey yeah. should be tossed out the window. Well, I can't do that. If it's about the players' perception and, and the way they feel about the organization and, and the way the organization's treating them, how they how they, how you love and work. Well, like, some stuff's look, not going to change. Cafeteria ain't going to change okay, from you're November right, you're to right. January. No, it, the cafeteria won't change, no. but you know what will change? The way someone feels about the cafeteria if they're having a bad day at work <laughs> yeah, otherwise. It's how they feel about Syria. I'm telling you, man, this is, this is a world of difference. This completely invalidates the, the, the entire poll. Well, I don't agree with you, but I Come think... Come on. Middle you of can't November, say completely. You can't say completely. It, it invalidates a bit. Yeah, you can't say right, completely. Right, yeah, right. like one thing Zach Berman pointed out is, is, so the Eagles had gotten really poor marks the year before for travel um, because the players felt they were cramped. They were in the back. The staff was up front in first mm-hmm. class. So they this year they began to use two planes. So they said yeah. that they, they, uh, they heard their concerns and they improved it. No, that's good stuff. So, well, and you see some of the stuff that other franchises have done. I mean, like the the Bengals are making players they don't give them three meals a day. Yeah. Like the Chargers are making players pay for childcare. Like there's all this stuff where there's a lot of organizations that are well, run very poorly. All right, so let me give you the grades here, and of course you can react to it at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So we'll go from best grades to worst grades for the. It's roughly I don't know ten or eleven categories here that they had. So hey, here's I, I just want to say something to Jimmy's point, like talking about stuff like that, like taking care of the guys yep. behind the scenes and things. That is so true that that is not invalidated by the, you know, the yep. way the guys feel about the way the season went. That was that that's different. Yeah. You know, this this organization does care for the players and they do a great job of making that clear to the guys. So, so they do feel John loved and welcome. Former Eagles player. Yes. Still yes, collecting totally. a, still collecting a pension. Where has that pension started yet? When was that pension no. kick in? No, he didn't get one. Did, or did you get the he played seven years? You better have a pension. Yeah. Right, but isn't it ten where it like fully vests or whatever? <laughs> no. Uh that stuff I can start accessing it. Oh okay. So it's up in the future. I can also leave it oh, right, and yeah. let it roll oh, over. Fair and enough. Stuff. Okay. I think, you know, dip, there are different levels, like <laughs> everything enough. else. Well, Landetta's got 45, Landetta. 55. What's that? Yeah, Landetta played 25 years. Well, it's years. 10 years is when it, like, fully <laughs> vests, right? Or is that baseball that it fully vests then? I think but it's baseball. My football, fault. It's baseball. It All right, so here's the, here's, here's the, the way uh, the Eagles players voted on the Eagles. I'll start from best uh, grades to worst. All right, so uh, Jeffrey Lurie, owner, A. Head coach Nick Sirianni, A. Now, again, you know, August through November. So, yeah. we, as John's pointed out. That's one that is a little fishy. No, for sure. That's the most fishy because if it was December and January. <laughs> Maybe you know, different. It certainly might oh, make yeah. a difference. All right. Food and cafeteria, A. All right, that here, would never change. Here are your A-minuses. The weight room 
and the training staff and the strength coaches all get A minuses. So so excellent grades right there. All right, B plus for the uh, training room. Oh, excuse me, weight room A minus, training room B plus. Um, you're going to get a B for nutritionist and dietitian. You're going to get a B minus for locker room. So you got weight room, training room, and locker room. Wow. So, so how many rooms do these Starting guys to get need? Fed up Too many. With the Too room. many. Like. Well, we got around here. We're like a little cubicle. We're like we got nothing. Uh, we have the Xfinity Lounge, we which do, is awesome. We do have Come the Xfinity Lounge. Give us that. You know, just we have a beautiful facility. Hey, is our locker room now <laughs> considered like tainted in its oldness? Because it has been there. Our being the Eagles? That, yeah. yeah. The, the, that, would be, that would be their locker room. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. The NovaCare facility that I worked in right. myself. Right. Um, yeah, well, maybe it's 20 years old now, and, and maybe, yeah, it, maybe needs a, it needs renovation. It is it's a little refreshing. It was, it was when I first got here as a player, it was brand new, and that was the locker room that Can was I just, being used. Now that's B-. minus. B- minus is yeah. still pretty good. You know when it's it was? Pretty good. Oh, I All right, not, name the moments. Name the moments. That it was a triple plus. There is a singular moment, and it's not when the Eagles won an NFC Championship game. The two times they won an NFC Championship game, returned to the locker room and celebrated. We're headed to the Super Bowl. What was a triple plus? A triple plus was one moment in time. One when they had all those the Super Bowl moment. celebration stuff in there before nope. Malcolm Jenkins said, "Take it out." Nope. Well, when Hugh Douglas fought T.O. Nope. When Jeffrey Lurie was dancing with the team. Ooh, it's, in tu- it's in 2004. Come on. Come on. Uh, oh, Sylvester Stallone? Nope. Nicolette <laughs> Sheridan <laughs> oh drops God. the towel <laughs> and reveals Nicolette Sheridan things. I knew T.O. was involved. T.O. was involved. All right. So here we go. Uh, B for uh, nutritionist dietitian. B minus, as I said, for locker room. And then you get a C for team travel and a C for treatment of families. They, the, the Eagles are one of 11 teams that do not provide free on-site daycare to players' families on game day. So that's why they got a C. Free on-site? On, yeah, on-site daycare to players' families. Oh, so that there's surprises a room, me. There's a room for child care, but each player must provide their own child care. Meaning cost. But, yeah, or yes. bring the person? I guess or bring the person. Yeah. Oh, that's strange. That is yeah. strange. I don't like that. I, I was don't either. I was surprised by that. Because if the wife or the girlfriend wants to come to the game, totally. and, and coming to the game requires bringing the four-year-old, but you don't want the four-year-old to be in the stands. And then as the wife and girlfriend come together, it's another whole oh, sort of well, issue. That's, that's a whole other matter. So, oh. yeah, I don't like that. That, that's, that surprises me. Um, yeah. So, look, obviously the Eagles grayed out good. Now, before we go any further, we got to put this out there. The Chiefs finished 31st. Yeah, and their owner got an F-. minus. <laughs> Yeah. A literal F, the Super Bowl, back-to-back yeah. Super Bowl winning owner got an F minus. So this is Why? one of them. I don't know. What? We don't know. What they are just they, put out the grades. What are they hoping I don't to know. have changed? But obviously I don't think they like their facilities. They're ticked at something. So, look, make of it what you will. Eagles finish fourth. Chiefs finished thirty first. Uh, what Bob do- Kraft, a six time or a six time winning owner, was got a D plus or whatever. Wow. Well, you know what that could be for keeping Belichick while they now, voted Belichick on this. got a B minus. Bel- okay. They liked Belichick a lot more than they liked Kraft. The whole facility, like the the Patriots, got crushed in this in a lot of okay. stuff. Okay, so. all right. So, what do you make of it? A lot, little players liked Belichick. Be- that's huge. more than Kraft is the point. Well, B minus I mean, isn't a great grade. Okay, no, but it, right. they liked but him more than Kraft. Yeah. Definitively, average. yeah. 
Okay. All right. There's a lot there. He's not an easy coach to play for. No. Like, he's not making sure guys have that's, fun. That's correct. He's yelling at everybody, yet he's still yeah. being graded above average. Guys value a coach who's smart, who can put them in position to win. Guys value the the brilliant schemers. It well, really does matter. What do you make of this? Hit us up, 215-592-9494. By the way, the Diddy, Ray Diddinger in studio with us, coming up in about 15 minutes. Let's go to Dennis. He's calling from Springfield. Hi, Dennis. Hey, good morning, all. How are we today? Doing great, Dennis. Uh, uh, a Schwarber, a Schwarber point, and a Eagles point, if if I could. Sure. The the the, the pro uh, Kyle Schwarber batting leadoff people. One of their things is it's great to lead off the game with a home run. Uh, psychologically, it does a lot of harm to the other team to have that guy put that team in a hole right away. Yeah. If that. that's the if that's the case. Why don't other teams do it? They do. What? Some do. Aaron Judge leadoff. Yeah, he did for a little while actually. Oh, yes, okay. and they had Anthony Rizzo lead off. The Yankees have been pretty big on the the big guy. They've done it a lot. And Dennis, to be fair, this is something that has happened more historically in the American League, where there was a DH for the last whatever fifty years. So you know, remember, this is sort of new to the National League because a one hole hitter following a pitcher, but a one-hole hitter with power would, would have been stupid three years ago. Stupid. Now, 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 would those teams have done it because they didn't have guys like Turner or Stott Maybe. to lead off? Maybe. I don't know. You know? And and as far as the Eagles go, and this this has been getting at me ever, ever since the, the season ended, and now all this stuff coming out about culture and everything. I think it's time for the benefit of the defense. You got a new coordinator – and you got a lot of young guys. Uh, as much as I like them, and as much as they've done for us, we got to say goodbye to, to Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox. Brandon Graham definitely Cox eighty percent because we got to let these young defensive players take over. It de- and I think I, it, I think it depends, Dennis, on how willing the players are to have their salary go down, down, down. Down. Have have their salary go down. Well, let, let's just say you got Brandon Graham on a veteran minimum. Are you saying Brandon Graham on a veteran minimum? You'd say you don't want him back. I don't I, want him back I would because take him I back. because as long as them two guys are there, it seems like the, the media goes to them. They're they're the leaders. they uh, and I think these other and I think these other guys are looking sideways at each other, saying we we got to follow these guys again. We got to listen to these guys again. I, I want to take over. I want to be. And as long as them two guys are there, I think it, it kind of stifles them a little bit. Well, it depends on whether the other guys Coaches are, should know. Yeah. And do the other guys have it in their bag to take over? Like, like, let me give you a, for instance, uh, Jordan Davis, is he take over locker room leader guy? I don't know. I know as a player, he hasn't been very effective. Byard was supposed to be leader guy coming in as old guy, but he stunk mm-hmm. as a player. So how are you going to follow that guy? Like you got to have leaders to turn it over. Look, you, they Dennis, have to play well too. To your point, you like you can't have someone who plays poorly be a leader. People aren't just going to follow that guy, right? But Dennis, you do bring up an intriguing concept. Should the Eagles? This was the Bobby Abreu thing years ago, when when Pat Gillick traded Abreu, even though he was obviously one of their better players for sure. Part of the argument was let's make sure Jimmy. Chase and Ryan know, hey, Jimmy, Chase, and Ryan, it's your team now. So go seize every opportunity as the leaders, as the best players, as the middle of the whole hitters. Like, go be the guys. 
I mean, and the thing is, we all made a big hullabaloo about having all these Georgia players. Tell them this is now your defense. You got a brand new core. You got a brand new coordinator. Yeah. Problem is, they might not be that good. uh, That's that's the chance you take, but you know. Dennis, give me who or what took a leap. All right, I'm going to give uh, Lech uh, Lech Valenza and the solidarity moment and movement over in Poland. How about that? That's quite an answer because that was very risky what he was doing all those years ago. And, uh, you know, he basically stared down the Soviet Union and won. By the way, his son took a cigarette and put it in my buddy's uh, forearm one time at a bar. What? Another no matter. way. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me text my boy. Let me text Mark. Well, me te- like Terminator style where he sticks the cigar right in Arnold's chest? All right, let me text Mark Fleming from the 1996 uh, St. Joe's prep class. Uh, Flem. All right, tell me. That is a tough nickname, Flem. <laughs> That's, That's really funny. All right, tell me about. What year was this when it was e- extinguished on his arm? I think he was in, in either college or the early 2000s. You know, you're just out drinking when you're young-ish. And, I mean, this is what he told me. I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But he told me Lech Valenza's son stuck a cigarette in his, in his forearm. Uh, you know, he had drunk at a bar. So, I don't know, man. All right, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what he told me. I don't think he's lying to me. 215-592-9494. Let's get to Mike right now in Northeast Philly. Hi, Mike. Hey, good morning. What's up, Mike? How are you, everybody? I just wanted to say that, that I really hope the Phillies do good this year, and I think that pitching is going to be a big thing. Well, it will be, and the good thing is they are very, very stocked, particularly with the starting pitching. I mean, this is, awesome. Mike, this is probably the best starting. Matter of fact, I feel very confident. It's the best starting pitching they've had since 2011. Oh, my yeah. goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, now, know this. About eight or nine of those years in between, they stunk for the most part. <laughs> it's and not I, that bold a statement, right? right. Yeah. And, right. and sometimes when we were counting on our aces, they would go through these streaky things where they would start they'd start games and they'd be losing. I know. I was like, oh, man. All right, Mike, who or what took a leap? Okay, I, I think I got the winning answer here. Well, I'll, I'll, we will be the judge of that, just so you know. All right, who took a lead? What do you got? What? It's one small step for man, Ooh. one giant leap ah, for mankind. An answer. Wow. wow. I think I got the winning answer. Wow. <laughs> All right, listen, Neil Armstrong. Strong. That's really big. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.